All right, everyone, welcome back to Creators Headspace. This week we have a very awesome guest with us. She is all over the internet. You might have seen her on TikTok, on Twitch, OnlyFans, Twitter, Instagram, a little bit of everywhere. So I will let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Fader Black, and yeah, I am all over the internet. Um, started off with Twitch streaming years ago because I was a bored stay-at-home mom and just have kind of gotten into everything else because it kind of all flows together. So why not, right? Makes and wh- what got you started originally um, as a Twitch streamer? Um, I was a stay-at-home mom and I was bored and I got tired of not talking to grown-ups all day long. And it was like, well, I'm already playing video games anyway, so why not? And what what games are you playing? Um, most, like I've gotten back into playing WoW. I've played WoW since Vanilla Beta, so it's always been my default game. Um, I play, I'm getting into Lost Art because it means it's a free-to-play game and it's cute and it's easy to drop in and out of. I used to do Animal Crossing, Overwatch, just <laughs> kind of a whole big jumble of things. But WoW is my default. Nice. I, you know... That is one I've never been able to get into. I mean, granted, I didn't try and sell pretty late into the series, but I, I've got tons of friends that are WoW players, and for some reason, I've just never been able to get into that one. I mean, I've played it for like 18 years, so it's... <laughs> it's so it is crazy happen. to think that game has been around for 18 years. Yeah, now. like, it's insane. <laughs> like, I wasn't even old enough to drink, I don't think, when we started playing WoW. Like... No. How, as a female streamer, how is it? Because, I mean, I know if you follow any of the Twitch Facebook groups or Twitch <laughs> stuff, it's, oh, you have boobs and you're stealing my views because you have boobs. Well, nobody, I hate to tell you, if they're only watching because of our boobs, they're probably not going to be watching you anyway. Exactly. And that's <laughs> like where the OnlyFans thing came in. It's like most of those people that are sitting there going, oh, boobs are stealing my views. If you actually go to their streams, they're really fucking boring. <laughs> they're literally sitting there just going and they don't talk it's like no one's gonna watch you anyway like people aren't watching unless you're like a professional like streamer or you play a game professionally people aren't really watching the game yeah they're watching the person and yes you know my gameplay is really bad sometimes like wow is probably the only game that i'm actually good at <laughs> But like when we played Halo Infinite, oh, I am so bad at Halo. Oh my God. But my community enjoys it because they're like, oh, you make me feel better that I'm bad at this game. <laughs> Overwatch I'm okay with. But I mean, I also do things besides video games for Twitch as well. Like I do Lego builds and things like that. Before I moved here, we would do cooking streams. Like I do a lot of different things besides nice. gameplay too. So. But. And- it now, is fun as a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I, I'm. Sh- I've seen a few of your uh, Twitch streams. I've been able to hop in on them, and they are pretty entertaining. I try. We have the cat that guest stars on occasion. Like she's sleeping <laughs> somewhere. Yep, she's sleeping on the bed. And kind of see an ear over there somewhere. Yep, back there in the corner. <laughs> Now, um, for people that are wanting to get into streaming Twitch, we'll start with Twitch. Don't buy all the shit. (laughs) Like, that's my biggest point of advice, is don't think you need to buy everything. Like, one of the things that I also got me started into Twitch is my ex-husband at the time was um, trying to be a Twitch streamer. And he was trying to convince me that you had to buy all this stuff all this expensive ass shit in order to Twitch stream. So I literally opened up my laptop and that's how I started. Like I used the camera that was attached to my laptop. I used the microphone that was built into the laptop. Like I didn't buy anything until later on. And then I, you just buy things as you go. You don't need to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars buying lights and cameras and microphones and fancy ass headsets like yes i have a 250 headset that i never use you know why <laughs> because it gets heavy on my head and i get uncomfortable and i don't want to wear it i literally use my five dollar walmart earbuds because they're more comfortable to wear for long periods of time 
because the heavy headset, like I'm five two, I'm little. They don't make girl size things. It's a one size fits all. They don't make girl size. So it's heavy. And it's like, so I use the earbuds instead. And I've used the earbuds for two years. My headset literally is covered in dust. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I was say, that's an expensive uh, dust magnet. Mm-hmm. But I know literally right here. I have heck, mine are actually sitting on the floor right now because they fell off my desk. Yeah, literally, I know the same like right here. Like it, they're, they're really cute. And, you know, they have the ears. And they have a little stand and everything covered in dust. See? <laughs> Never use them. Ever. And now, what about gameplay, like selecting games and kind of building your audience? Because I know they're for play the longest what time. you they like. Were... That's what I say. Don't play the most popular game. One, if you start streaming and you jump into a game like the week that New World released or the week that Lost Ark released, everybody in the world's playing it. <laughs> so your discoverability is going to be low anyway if everybody is playing it. If you're really worried about discoverability, play a niche game that not a lot of people are streaming. Okay. But the best thing to do is just play what you enjoy. Because, again, people aren't watching the game. They're watching you. And if you're enjoying what you're doing, you're going to be more personable, more talkative, more entertaining than if you don't enjoy what you're doing. And that's with anything. Like if, if you if you're happy and you're enjoying things, you're going to be more animated and more talkative than if you're just like, I really hate this. I don't like this. <laughs> like so and if you want to something you want to do long term, then why would you get into a game that you don't like? And I've seen a couple of friends that have been streamers that they get stuck into a niche game that they don't actually enjoy. Yeah. But then you build this community on this game and you feel like if you don't play this game, then you're going to lose people. RuneScape is a very, very big proponent of that. Is people get stuck in a in playing RuneScape because that's how they built their community. Like I have a friend who's a Twitch partner that did that. Like she built her community through RuneScape. And, um, and then when she decided she didn't want to play RuneScape anymore, she was very conflicted on what was going to happen. Was she going to lose her community? Were they going to go with her to other games? Like, and it's the kind of when you when you are playing one game all the time, it is a 50-50 as far as losing community when you switch games. Because, yeah, they watch the streamer, but some people watch the game, too. And if it's a, like, I don't like watching people play Call of Duty. It's not my thing. Yeah. The people that stream Call of Duty are atrocious. So I don't even care if you're my friend. I'm not going to watch you play Call of Duty. I may pull your stream up and mute it, but I'm not going to listen to everybody scream and yell. And yeah, no, not my thing. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty and Fortnite, those two. I just, Mm-mm. even if you're a friend, like like you said, I might pull it up, mute it, and lurk for a minute. But for the I'm love of God, it. I am not watching it and interacting. Not at all. That I play Overwatch, but it's fun. <laughs> and I like Overwatch. I like Overwatch as far as a shooter game because. It puts everybody on the same level. Unlike a lot of the other games where you can upgrade your equipment and the more you play, the more shit you get. Like Overwatch puts everybody on the same playing field every single game, no matter what. Nice. So I enjoy that because I don't know how to do all the, like with Halo and what was it? What else were we playing? Oh, we were playing Left 4 Dead. And I'm supposed to upgrade my guns and shit. I don't know what they do. (laughs) I don't know what this thing does. It's, 2% 2% change to my Something recoil. What does, what does it do? What does it do? The gun doesn't jump. It's a video game. Like, I don't know. Overwatch is just blanket. And it's like, okay, just go shoot things. I, you die. know what's sad is I am that way with, uh, and I know I might catch flack for this from people, but I really don't care. My son, he's nine and he plays um, Apex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets all into it. He knows the stats, the guns and stuff. I'm like, I know how to run around and shoot, okay? Like, that's about as in- My daughter's almost eight. First-person shooter game I'm getting into. (laughs) She's into Minecraft, and she plays Overwatch and WoW, so. (laughs) Yeah, that and uh, Roblox. That is the one I just do not understand. Maybe I'm too damn old for it. Yeah, she plays it on occasion, but she's really, really into Minecraft, like- like real and I and I don't get Minecraft. I 
That's another Why? one I tried. Like when it came out and all the hype was there, it's like I don't get it. You want me to walk around and use blocks? Like this is I have bad vision all anyway, and it just makes me feel like everything's blurry. Like I don't know, like just the graphics in Minecraft. Like I can't see it properly. <laughs> I don't like it. It's just it's kind of blurry blocks. Like I don't like it. No. <laughs> For tips on building community, because I know that everybody wants to rush to, um, what is it, affiliate and then partner. Mm -hmm. And what's some tips you have for people starting out that want to build a genuine community over just trying to, not going to say people will pay to uh, (laughs) get their numbers, but. Make friends. Like, that's what you, make friends. Like, um, it's going to be. It was a lot harder for the last couple of years where we haven't been able to be social with people, but most major cities have a, its own Twitch local community. Um, most of your major cities do. We do here in Atlanta and I'm actually staffed for it. I work for our local Twitch community. When we host events, usually we host oh, awesome. one Twitch sponsored event every quarter. And then we do minor events throughout the year. We haven't done much in the last year and a half or so because, you know, the can't really go do a thing. Named. <laughs> right. But prior to that, because I've been Twitch streaming off and on for four or five years now. Um, when life gets too busy, I quit and then I come back. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but get involved. Like, you can actually go Twitch. This thing is called meetups.twitch and you can actually search your city and find like the local. Um, group for you like we only have one in Georgia and it's for Atlanta but we get people from all over Georgia um there's like two or three in Florida I think there's like a Tampa and Orlando and I think there's like a Miami um but it's really just yeah so you can actually go do like you know things and they'll host meetups especially if you're in an area that has conventions and things like that like we'll do meetups at Dragon Con here um They'll do meetups at like I know the Orlando one does a meetup at MegaCon, and there's all kinds of digital events as well, depending on the different ones. Like they'll do um, game nights, or most of them will have a Discord, so you just kind of talk to people. Um, if you do have a game or two that you do want to focus on streaming, go find the Discord for those games. Okay, that makes sense. You know, go find the Discord for the games that you're playing. If there's a streamer that you already watch that's a more higher-end streamer, go join their Discord. Now, don't go in their Discord and promote all your shit, <laughs> because that's annoying, but make friends. Make relationships. Yeah. And you'll grow organically on your own through that. And I say this because, yeah, you look at my Twitch streams right now and I average like five viewers because I quit. Like I got um, divorced in almost a year ago. And um, after a month and a half after I moved out, it was my mental health went to trash. And so I pretty much quit streaming because I was streaming four days a week. And before I quit, I mean, I was averaging like 35 viewers a stream. So I was like halfway to partner. <laughs> and then I stopped and that, or I was streaming like once a month. So now I'm getting back into it slowly because... You know, I'm not going to jump back into four days a week. I'm like, okay, we're going to do one or two because now juggling work and all of my other content creation stuff. <laughs> you don't want to just, you know, overwhelm yourself with everything. But going into the next couple months, we have all of our conventions because we have MegaCon, we have MomoCon, which I work at conventions as well. Um, and then we'll have DragonCon and I, there's going to be the Southern for Gaming Expo. Like living in Atlanta, we have so many that are connections and As weird as it is, always have been, I know how old school it is, have business cards. Like, I'm getting ready to redo mine to have the QR code on them, because right now they're just old school business cards that just look like normal business cards. But um, everyone has a QR code now, which my roommate's making me actually, you know, register like a domain. And then you can just have like the QR code, because these are mine right now. But um, have the QR code, just go to your website, and then it can have everything there, which is my project for next week. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, I need to do all these things. Um, But yeah, so it's just always be able to have things with you. Like, and if you have the money, like, I have a Twitch hoodie. There's, I cannot count how many times that I'll wear my Twitch hoodie out and people will be like, oh, do you stream? Just like I have, this one's a OnlyFans hoodie that I wear out on occasion. You know, it's like advertising without 
being in your face about it. Yeah. If someone's interested, they know what it is. They're going to ask. That, uh, that makes sense. Like, like I'll be at Trader Joe's and I've had people come up to me. Oh, Twitch. Do you stream? Yeah. <laughs> and then you have business <laughs> cards and you're like, okay, cool. So. No, that, that makes sense. And I got to say that is the only one thing that's downside about living up here in Alaska is some reason a lot of big conventions don't like coming all the way up here. The traveling part, you know? <laughs> but you could do the digital stuff. You can, you know. Because social media is, like, the biggest important. Like, one of the panels, because I speak on panels at these conventions, too. And last year at Dragon Con, one of the panels that we did was the importance of social media and content branding. And actually, like, to be able to grow, especially now, you have to be involved in social media, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yep. No, nope, I 100% agree with that. And kind of speaking on that avenue, where do you see the importance? I mean, even just for Twitch or even, I know you do OnlyFans, um, other content. What's like the big platforms that you're seeing right now for TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> I dug my heels into TikTok and I did not want to do it. I was like, I'm not doing TikTok. I'm too old for this. I don't understand it. I don't care. Like I stuck with Instagram and Twitter and um, that's all I'm going to do. Like, but the problems with Instagram and Twitter is people have to find you. Yeah. You know, it's they look for you or they notice that you comment on something that someone else does and then they go, Oh, I want to see this person. I click the button. TikTok puts you in front of people that may never ever see you otherwise. So it's like it's free advertisement. Like you have to work with Instagram and Twitter in order to you have to post, you know, tons of things on Twitter and really try to get engagement. And Instagram's the same way. Like it's a lot of work. Yes, TikTok is a lot of work to get um videos that get people's attention but not on the same scale because you're yes you're gonna put put work into that video but the amount of people that it gets put in front of is exponential compared to instagram and twitter see and i'm not a big twitter user i need to be but i'm not yeah <laughs> I, I know like facebook instagram it, it really seems that it's becoming more of a pay-to-play system promote where... promote hey you want me to promote this you want me to promote this yeah tiktok has the same option but you can get thrown in front of a bunch of people without ever paying for it i mean i have yeah. videos that have 1.4 million views on tiktok i have videos that have 500,000 views i have videos that have 50 views like there, it's all over the place but that's the one weird thing about tiktok is the algorithm makes no sense Yes, but it, <laughs> it does put you in front of people, so it's like okay. Well, it's funny because you hear everybody say, "Oh, you have to do two, three, four videos or pieces of content a day." If you I do, do more get more interaction, two, well, see, yes. it's funny because like if I do more, than I do two, TikTok, yeah. Then it they'll get like 30, 40 views. Where see, my I got other one shadow banned for four or five hundred. <laughs> like I had the problem two weeks ago where everything I posted was being taken down for nudity when literally I was dressed like this. I was just wearing shorts and you could see my thighs. <gasps> I know, right? Thighs. Oh my God. <laughs> I was literally dressed like this. Everything got taken down for nudity. I would appeal it and they'd get put back up. But since then, my view, my videos are getting so many less views than they did prior. So I'm kind of in trouble. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out, I need to come up with a good video that just automatically just gets lots of views so i know <laughs> you you have a couple different accounts um and we know tiktok is really weird with anything that mentions anything about only fans or any type of sex work it seems some of them they're like yeah here you go we'll just put it out to everyone and their mom other ones are like oh no you're, you're pretty so you you get nicked see i'm not this big around so, and I'm also not, you know, 19. <laughs> so I get a different set of rules. Apparently when you get to be, you know, a grown up with big boobs, you get different rules and you have to be a lot more careful with what you post. So I very rarely mention it. Like 
I I'll I'll do I'll mention it here and there in abstract. Like I think there was one of those sounds that were like, oh, you know, you're gonna lose it when I tell you I'm a whore, like that sound. Like I'll do that, but I won't ever say anything. It's like people that want to see things, they're gonna go click the links to find out what they can see. Yep. And my link tree is there. So if you click the link tree, you're gonna see the links. And you're gonna migrate yourself there. No. It's like, <laughs> so, you know, that's why, like, I do want to get the website out better because then it'll, then it'll go straight to the website because, you know, it'll be easier and then everything can be there. So, um, do you recommend people to have multiple accounts? Because I know that I've seen a few creators say it in a uh, few that I've talked to is, if you haven't been banned at least once, you're not doing something right. I'm on my second account. My first account got banned. I had my account for three weeks and it got banned. Um, <laughs> that's why this TikTok account is Fader Black too, because there was a Fader Black. There was no numbers in it. It was me. It, no one else had had it. It was mine, but it got banned. Um, it was my first viral video. It got to like 10,000 views in like two hours. And then the next day they banned my account. It was about Easy. feet. I didn't even do anything wrong. I, it was literally about feet. I was walking in heels and all you could see is my feet. It was really funny. Um, so I have my second account and I'm slowly building up the third account because why not? <laughs> Since I already know I can lose my account. And I mean, <laughs> I have like 35,000 followers on TikTok. So I'm slowly trying to build up the second, the third account, which is Fader Black 3, you know. Most people I know, at least in like um, that community, you just add another number. So, you know, you just keep going. There's a couple of friends I have that are like, you know, eight because <laughs> it just keeps happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's a few that I follow that you, you could tell they kind of start running out of numbers. So now they're just like putting googly gaggly on the end of their names. So they're nope. just going to put something because, you know, it's not going to last that long. They're going to ban me again at some point, you know. <laughs> What is your process for doing TikToks? Because I know, like, I I love your, a lot of your videos because for the fact that they're not just the same topic over and over. Like, don't get me wrong. I love people that do, like, we had um, Taylor on last week from, she does the Midwest dive bar stories and stuff. Mm -hmm. I love those ones that are concentrated, but. What is your process for since you do them all mixed up? Do you just think when I'm when I'm scrolling through TikTok, I save sounds that I like, and I'm like, "Ooh, I like that sound. Ooh, I like that sound. Ooh, I like that sound." And since I record TikToks like once a week because I'm lazy and I don't wear makeup most of the time, like my eye this is tattoos. I'm not wearing makeup today. Like this is I have my eyeliner tattooed and my eyebrows tattooed so I can be a lazy ass. Um, (laughs) So I wake up because I mean I work at Starbucks. I work at four thirty in the morning. I'm not putting makeup on before I go to work. Like, screw that. People coming at 5 a.m. for their coffee do not care what I look like. I'm a little vain, so I don't want to look, you know, completely, you know, dead to the world. So this was my um, <laughs> solution. Um, but so I put makeup on like once, maybe twice a week. And then I'll go through and I'll make a little list of the sounds I want to use. I was like, oh, these are the sounds that I like this week. Okay, well, these are the TikToks we're going to record. And then I go through and record those. Like right okay. now, I think, let's see. And then I have a ton of drafts. So I, I feel like, what do we have right now? Audience. 85. I have 85 drafts currently. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are old. Like some of those drafts are actually, I think there's like three or four that are literally from like September. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just not really feeling that sound. You know, I like the, the recording and but it does give me a backsock because like spring break week, I'm probably not going to be able to record anything for any content because I'm taking my daughter to Florida for seven days. I'm staying oh, in nice. a condo and visiting my mom. Like I'm not going to have time to do shit. <laughs> but unfortunately, relevancy, if I don't stay in people's faces, then I don't make money. And because once you get to a certain point, there is the creator fund for TikTok where you do get money per views and things like that. So you want to make sure people are looking at your shit. <laughs> I say kind of puts you in that catch 22. So you do drafts. Now 
my mental health ones, I do not pre-record because people have been like, oh, you know, do you pre-record those just to save them? It's like, no, you don't, usually the ones where my mental health like off the rails and my crying ones, and I'm talking about things. Those are usually very impromptu. And those are the ones that I don't pre-record. Um, it'll usually just be like, hey, we're going to do this real quick. Because and, and I get a lot of feedback off of those. Like I get so many people that are like, I'm so glad that you're honest with your mental health. I'm so glad that you're open about this because so many creators and so many creators I know too, they hide life. Yeah. They have this persona and that's what they show, but life is not all cupcakes and rainbows and happy shit. Like it's not. Amen to that. <laughs> and I feel, and maybe it's because, you know, I've worked in bars, restaurants, nightclubs, I've met celebrities, I've hung out with celebrities, like, I have a lot of friends that are Twitch streamers and musicians, and I live in Atlanta, you know how many people I know who've been in fucking movies, like, come on, we're just <laughs> like a great, you know, but people put on this facade of everything's great, when inside, like, it's not, and people are so afraid to show weakness but you have to because one that makes you more personable and more relatable to other people but also mental health care in the united states fucking sucks amen and if the only support you have is other people versus medical professionals then go for it because there's so many people that you rely on your friends you rely on your community. You rely on others because the medical system doesn't fucking work. And to know that my struggles with everything that I'm going through help other people, that helps me. You know, it's like, it's a circle, but since we can't depend on, <laughs> you know, the stuff we should be able to depend on, then we depend on each other. Like there's, I get messages all the time from people going, you know, thank you for showing me that it's okay to be vulnerable, that I don't have to hide my emotions, that I don't have to pretend everything's okay all the time. Like, and that means a lot to me. Like, uh, and- it's not what I set out to do, but you know, they always the fact that I can be a positive influence in someone's life. And for me at this point, a positive influence in a lot of people's lives is an amazing thing. And the fact that, you know, I'm an OnlyFans chick, but I can do all these things too. It's like, <laughs> it takes that stigma away from sex work as well, because people look down on that. And it's like, but I do all these positive things. So obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a well-rounded person here. And that's a big thing for me too, is because I have a daughter. And the biggest thing is, raising her to not be ashamed of what she chooses to do or her body. Because I grew up in the eighties and nineties where, you know, you're shamed for everything you do, especially in the South. Uh, no, come on. They're nice <laughs> open-minded down there. Oh yeah. So open-minded. <laughs> and my roommate, um, my roommates is my best friend and her husband and their two daughters. She's a burlesque producer. So we're very sex positive and very open in our household. And we want all of the girls in this house, two, five, and seven, to grow up not being ashamed of themselves and their bodies and not being body shamed, but also not being shamed for what they choose to do in life. Because you get that a lot. Oh, yes. there's Which all- was back to my original statement earlier. If you don't want to talk about what you're doing on the internet, you probably shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> No, it it amazes me still, even to this day, like, no matter where you're at, it's the people that are yelling the loudest are usually the ones engaging the most. Right. And my thing is all these people that shame sex workers, supply and demand, guys. Yeah. Supply and demand. If there was not a demand for it, we would not be doing it. I would not be putting my body on the internet for free. (laughs) I like my body a little bit more than, you know, I respect it. You know, I'm not just going to give it out for free. You know, (laughs) people are paying money. Like, so there's a supply and demand going on here. If you're so worried about what people are doing, then maybe you should look at the people that are buying it. Maybe those are the people you should be harassing, not the people that are creating the content. 
See, and that's what but I mean. You're really going to be harassing anybody, but, you know. I mean, even like uh, basic prostitution laws. Yeah. A attack the worker, not the person paying the money to support the worker. Because most of the problems come from the people paying. It's not the people yeah. working. <laughs> like, maybe if you regulate it, because in other countries, there are regulations and rules and laws and stuff that protect both sides. This country, not so much. It's like, look at like gambling. Like you legalize it, you make some money off of it. There's protections for everybody and it would be a way better. I mean, we look at it for, you know, drug use in this country is like, you know, people, Colorado and a couple other states with the, you know, marijuana legalization have shown that you take something that was taboo and you make it mainstream and you regulate it. Yes, yeah, a little bit more expensive, but now what you're getting is pure and taken care of and there's a couple people I follow on TikTok. I think they're in Australia where brothels are legal. Yeah. They have unions. They have rules. They have to go get tested once a week. You know, they have all these things that protect everybody. And okay, cool. Why can't we do that? <laughs> like it'd be like sex workers, like live sex workers. They, go in the they literally have to go be tested and show their testing like every week to make sure they're clean. Oh, there's, um, I don't know if you know her, um, or not know her, but seen her, um, Hooker Life or Hooker Life 2 now. I think she's on Probably. her, like, second or third account. <laughs> and she works at, um, one of the brothels in Nevada. Yeah. And she, I love her stuff because she's just, she makes it real and yeah. raw. It's, and a, it's, it's a human, I mean, it's life. Like, none of us would exist if sex wasn't a thing. So, I mean, why do we... That's why, you know, it, it's funny you say that because it always boggles my mind. It's the old, old men and women, like, maybe our late parents to our grandparents' age that sit and, like, shame a woman. But they're the anything. ones that, ha but they're the they, ones they that come, have, like, 12 kids. Yeah. They come out with, like, 14. I think I had, like... 14 or 15 ants by the time you aunts and uncles add them up. Obviously they're into it. I'm like, oh, grandma, you really can't bitch. You were kind of a freak back in the day. Like kind of a hole. <laughs> <laughs> you just did it with the same person over and over again without protection. So, you know, you leave. You know, yeah, it's just you're like, oh, oh, okay. Um, no. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. That in uh, I mean how many times I've heard my grandpa talk about war stories and oh we we're down cruising picking up these girls and we went to this I'm sure leave in this country and like, yeah sure leave yeah, in this but, country and you did this and this and it's like okay it's okay over there but not here <laughs> like um aren't you the one saying don't have sex till marriage I'm sure you buy a new car without uh, taking it for a test drive too, right? You just right. go in and hand them the money. <laughs> they did a whole TikTok about that. I was like, what is it? Classy women don't have one night stands. They have auditions. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Don't want to be trapped in bad sex for like a whole relationship. That would just make everybody cranky. And it's not so much that, you know, they might be bad at sex. You just don't mesh well. Yes. Or, you know, one thing I will say, I absolutely love about TikTok and especially the adult kinky side of TikTok is making kinks readily available to talk about. Yeah, uh, my I mean, like I, said, I turned forty this year, so you know, for the most of my twenties, no one talked about those things. No, and and if you dare brought it up, you were like, Ooh. everybody's like, Ooh, yeah. yeah, no, um. And mine are a little up there. So <laughs> it was something that was just like, you know, you got to get into. And then you end up in relationships where you don't mesh. And then you're just like, oh. <laughs> but now it's like, it, it's fairly common now in the beginning of a relationship. Like, because, I mean, my TikTok today was about, you know, my fun dating stories. Um, but it comes up fairly early in conversation. <laughs> like, hey, so what are you into? Yeah, my TikTok today was like, I think it was like, everyone has that single friend whose dating life is pure entertainment. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, and it's that Eminem song, you know? Yeah. Look, this looks like a job for me. Yeah, you know, that's me. Because my friends are always like, what happened now? <laughs> Tea time. Um, there's always something. Always. 
And it's going to get even more entertaining as we get into convention season for the next two months. I'm just meeting random people from all over, you know, the country that are going to be like, hi. And we'll be like, yep, but hi. Sorry. So have you had that? I mean, not necessarily with the uh, like convention, but as big as you are getting on TikTok and um, like Twitch, OnlyFans, those sites where people like strangers will recognize you. It hasn't happened that much yet. One, because mask mandates have been such a thing. So, you know, you. (laughs) but as masks are becoming um, less common because we don't have to wear them at work now. So I'm waiting on that one. Um, and the convention, and the conventions, it's like, okay, I want people to recognize me because you know that's money. But no, it it it's gonna happen because I get recognized anyway. Like my friends actually find it as a joke. Like we were at Dragon Con last year, and I literally wearing a mask. And this happened like five or six times. People would scream my name from like across a room, and I'm like, how the fuck do you recognize me? <laughs> Some of these people are people I hadn't seen in like five or 10 years. And I'm like, you literally are seeing my eyes and my bangs and you know, it's me. I'm not the only like goth chick with black hair and bangs that walks around the city of Atlanta. (laughs) But one of my friends, he's like, no, it's just your energy. Like people know it's you, the way you stand, the way you talk, your boobs, you know, it's just like the whole package is just you and everybody knows it's you. And I'm like, I guess it's a good thing. <laughs> but it is amusing because when I'm hanging out with new people, people are like, how did they know that was you? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That was funny because uh, that was kind of like my whole like high school and after high school existence. I knew almost nobody, but everybody knew me. They're like, oh, hey, Mitchell. And I'm like, oh, hey, that person that I probably should know, maybe. Do I know you? Well, apparently I haven't aged since high school, so aside from I have a different hair color, and that's pretty much about it. Like, I, everyone that's looked at the picture, like, you've actually aged backwards. Are you, like, a vampire or something? I'm like... Only on days that end with Y. You know, I just take care of my skin. Thanks. Um, (laughs) Sunscreen, moisturizer, you know, all the good stuff. With your um, recording, what's your recording setup look like uh, for any of your platforms? Do you use different setups for? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Andy, Andy phones. (laughs) My phone. I'm actually getting a new phone next week. I'm going to upgrade my iPhone to the 13 Pro because I can. Because I can turn this one in and it's only $15 a month for like the one with a terabyte storage. I'm like, oh. Nice. I'm eligible for the upgrade and I can trade in my phone. So I'm like, well, that's going to be cool. I know when I switched my phones, I wanted the 13 Pro. Mine's an 11. They uh, they didn't have them and it was going to be like a month and a half before they came in up here. Yeah. We're behind on everything. Well, I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to have to order mine because I want, because for me, it's a $2 difference between the 512 storage and the one terabyte. That's, but that's it's not, not like the, it's not like the stores keep the terabyte one in stock. Because who the hell is buying? <laughs> My computer has a terabyte of storage. That was funny because I just told them I'm like, okay, well then, I need a phone with a decent camera and the most obnoxious one you have. So they right. got me this guy. <laughs> nice. But I, I just like, figured I'd be able to do videos and stuff with the terabyte storage and not have to worry about like storage because at least with iPhones, it's like the editing software on iPhones is pretty damn good. Yes. I, so I and hate And you can upload directly to OnlyFans from my phone because unfortunately, like I had a problem with the last photographer that I did that I still haven't got my shit back from. <laughs> um, we did some videos and transferring the videos. It is to me is like I was like hey the cat's taking a bath over there. Um, <laughs> next I'm like can we just record the shit with my phone because <laughs> trying to get it off of his camera from his camera to his computer from his computer to my to me was just like dude. As somebody <laughs> that does video and video editing and stuff, I sympathize with them because anything once you start getting over one or two gigs. It is a pain in the ass. Like mm-hmm. I had a client. I just finally, I got to the point. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to mail you a hard drive. 
I'm going to put it all on a hard drive right. and just mail it to you old school style and do it that way. <laughs> I'm like, and it's like, unfortunately, he doesn't have an iPhone because then he could sync his computer with his phone and just send it to me. But iPhone to Android doesn't work like that. See, I've never been an Apple fan until I got the MacBook for my day job. But I will hands down say editing software on Apple just like it, it kills compared to anything Android has. It's amazing. And I it wasn't really an iPhone person either until prior to having my daughter, I was I managed multi-million dollar restaurants. And the um owner of the restaurant company was a big fan of group messaging. <laughs> and he didn't like it that some of us had Androids because it messed up his group messaging folders. And so he made us all get iPhones. He paid for them at least. So it was fun. At least that. So that's how I got stuck on iPhones. And I was like, well, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to go back. Now it's <laughs> like it syncs with my iPad and it syncs with this. Or okay, and what about lighting and setup? Because I know that's one thing people get intimidated with. We Like 20 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> Simple ring light. Yep. And it has like different, you know, settings and colors and, you know, things like that. And then I have like the one the little itty bitty one you can clip on your phone um, that I'll use um, sometimes just to get light at a different angle, depending on what you're doing. Because sometimes you want light like down here or so, you know, or you want more over here. And it's literally like this big and it's like eight bucks on Amazon. <laughs> so. And now I know one thing that's unique and i was gonna ask you about this because i've talked to other content creators and stuff i know you do a lot of or i won't say a lot but i've seen um on your only fans in your instagrams and stuff where you work with other photographers mm -hmm. for people that are starting out i know there's 101 scummy scammy scumbags out there hey i'm a producer you want to come make content how yeah. do you go about like how do you recommend them like safely vetting or working with somebody because i know that's a it's very, very hard and i've even gotten stuck in a couple spots where you know the best thing to do is really look at their social medias and you really see like what they have look at the dates um if be tell them you know i want to bring somebody with me that's a big thing if a photographer is really adamant about you not bringing somebody with you and even make it up, be like, I'm going to bring a boy. I want to bring my boyfriend, my husband, whatever, whether you have one or not, just say it. And if they're really like, no, 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 you can't do that. Or I prefer you bring a female friend. No, don't do it. <laughs> like, um, lucky for me, my roommate's also a photographer. So most anybody in this area we know of. Yeah. Um, I have had one or two bad experiences with people but I'm not the type of person to name names. Um, I don't, I don't participate in cancel culture or drama because life happens. It's not so much that the person was a bad person. It's just maybe we didn't mesh well and they drag ass on getting things accomplished for me, whatever. For all I know, they have a lot going on in their life. Who knows? Not my business. So I'm not the type of person to be like, you suck. They're an awful photographer. Don't work with them because we all have our bad days. I'm a bitch sometimes too. So, you know, whatever. And it's just because internet people can be so vile. Yes. If I'm having problems with somebody, you don't know somebody's mental health. And if, you know, internet cancel culture decides to go after them, I mean, that can be a really major trigger for some people as far as their mental stability. And I don't really think that's appropriate for people because it's not going to change anything. It's not going to you know, fix anything. I, I love that because whatever happened in the days of just blocking somebody and moving on with your life, like, like if someone were to contact me and be like, Oh, you worked with this photographer. Should I work with them? I would only be like, it's going to take you a bit to get your stuff. And that would be, that's where I'd leave it. I wouldn't say anything else. Um, because it really doesn't matter. But I mean, I do a lot of my own because it's easier and I'm impatient <laughs> and my schedule is all kinds of crazy between social life and kid and job and everything else that it's just easier for me to do things on my own um because then I can just only have one schedule to juggle versus other people's schedules to juggle <laughs> 
So, but not everybody is confident in doing that. But I mean, you get a little Bluetooth remote for your phone and you're good. You know. And now speaking of that, what how do you deal with the toxicity? Because we all know there's haters and there's 70 year old men that just have to for like, me, I have an advantage <laughs> because I spent my late teens and early 20s bartending in nightclubs and strip clubs. So I learned how to deal with that early on. Um, Because especially like, you know, early 2000s, like people weren't, <laughs> social media wasn't even really a thing. So people weren't really as aware of what they were doing because there was no proof. You know, no one, you weren't going to just, you know, video record someone treating you like shit and post it on the internet like that didn't happen back then but bartending and nightclubs and strip clubs and stuff you learned how to handle those situations in a graceful way and you know get out of the situations or be mouthy and you know end it that way so unfortunately for a lot of the people getting into it i have experience that they're never going to have on how to deal with those but now but since so many things are digital you just block and move on like you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to let people talk to you a certain way. You don't have to allow people to cross those boundaries. Like I deal with that in Snapchat a lot because I, I only use, I don't use Snapchat for personal. My Snapchat is only for OnlyFans and content creation stuff. And I respond based on, you know, how much money you're giving me. If you're just constantly <laughs> messaging me and you're not giving me anything, I'm going to ignore you. I'll message you if I'm bored, but I'm not going to keep going. But there are people that suck with boundaries, but that means I'm pretty sure they suck with boundaries in their own life too, because I'll have people that'll message me and they'll message me. Are you there? Are you ignoring me? I have a life. Fuck off. <laughs> like I don't sit here on my phone all day long playing on Snapchat. Like I don't, I have a child. I have a job. I have hobbies. I sleep. How dare you? I know, right? <laughs> and if you're not financing me and you're just messaging me, I'm not going to sit there and be like, even the people that pay me money, I still don't 24-7 because that's life. There are boundaries. But the, those people probably don't have boundaries in actual relationships they have, which is probably why they're pursuing more digital relationships <laughs> because they don't know how to maintain a real one. And Sitting there being like, oh, are you still there? Are you ignoring me? No, I was asleep. No, I was cooking dinner. Like, fuck off. I was on a date. I have a life. Like, I went to the opera last week. And, like, people were like, oh, you're ignoring me. It's fucking Friday night. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you I have a life. Have a social life. You have to just sit there on Snap waiting for them to message you. Right? Like, if you go look at the rest of my social media, I posted on Instagram that I was the opera. So go pay attention. <laughs> like, come on. And even if I'm not, it's like, I should, I, I'm not one of those people that feel like I should have to justify my time. And one of the biggest things I was talking to actually one of my guy friends about the OnlyFans stuff. And he was like, you know, what's one of your biggest pieces of advice aside from social media? Cause everyone's like social media, but like the biggest piece of advice is you have to set boundaries for yourself. Like you have to separate your life from your online life. And if you don't, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Like you have to make time for yourself that's not attached to your phone. That's not, if I want to sit there and scroll TikTok for five hours and not respond to any message that goes through my phone, I can do that because I can do whatever the fuck I want. You know, if I want to not respond to in, like, cause I have my daughter every other weekend. Well, she's with me more than that, but every other weekend, I really don't spend a lot of time on OnlyFans or Snapchat because I'm spending time with my child. Yeah. Like, sorry. <laughs> I tend to, and I've tended to make my schedule for OnlyFans messaging and stuff like that is I tend to not respond to messages on the weekends at all, unless I'm just bored. I've kind of made that my habit of I'm Monday through Friday. <laughs> not nine to five in right. its own way. <laughs> Business hours. I'm busy on the weekends, whether I'm busy with my daughter or I'm busy with my life. I'm not going to be as active on social medias on the weekends because I want to go do things. Whether it's a convention, like last weekend, it was the opera on Friday. We had a tattoo convention on Saturday and I had a photo shoot on Sunday. 
I'm busy. It's just how it works. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't sit there and respond to messages if you guys want me to take pictures to post. One, I'm using my phone. <laughs> like, now, having an OnlyFans and stuff, does it affect your personal life at all? Like, um, and I don't know if it's too deep, but like dating or I'm very open socially? and honest about it. Um, you know, this is what I do. I've had people where I've started dating and they'd be like, well, so if you get in a serious relationship, are you going to quit? Are you going to pay my bills? <laughs> you, you go ahead and deposit that money first and then we'll have that discussion. Right. Like if you want me, like if you want me to stop, then you're going to have to be financing, but you're going to be financing with some jewelry and it's going to be a permanent thing because I'm not going to stop my income for a relationship that's going to last a couple months for you to dip out at some point when you realize I'm completely batshit crazy. And <laughs> then I got to build it all back up again because it's not going to happen. It's a package. Like, just like, you know, when you, as a single parent, dating involves children. Like, I got a kid. My kid comes first. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to break plans with you because I got to go do this. Like I can't spend as much time with you. It's an every other weekend thing, whatever, but this is also my job. And it's not any different than being a stripper. You know, it's like most just still your job. You're not going to quit your job just because you start dating somebody. Now oh. it does weird me out on occasion when people start hitting on me and wanting to date me. And then suddenly I see they subscribe and it's like, Oh, so now you've seen me naked before we've ever actually hooked up. <laughs> it's like i'm not sure how i like that now because now there's like no you know no mystery no surprise <laughs> like you've already seen everything i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> no that's it's so funny because obviously like i i get it from my end a little bit especially like reaching out to content creators Cause there's just so many scammy scummy people out there that I'll reach out. I'm like, Hey, I'm doing this podcast. I want to talk with content creators of all types, blah, blah, blah. And it's so frustrating, but I totally get where the creator's coming from. Right. Because they're like, Wait, I've never heard of you. You right. just started following my page or just liked my, my profile. Who the hell are you and what do you want? <laughs> what am I putting my name on? What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's totally understandable. And I totally get it from their point of view because there's so many just scumbags. But I figure for me, it. I have a lot of like mental baggage and, you know, traumas and things that my job is just one more thing that makes me me. And if you can't handle all of it, then whatever. <laughs> well it's funny because i've had a few friends that um have only fans or um do other types of adult content and they're like yeah it's guys always say oh i'll be your co-star blah 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 bust out a camera and watch how fast they disappear oh, yeah. real quick <laughs> i get messages all the time oh when i first started my only fans because i posted on instagram i did not realize how many of my ex-boyfriends follow me on instagram <laughs> until I posted that I started an OnlyFans and the amount of messages I got about so you need a co-star for your content you're an ex for a reason dude <laughs> why would I no <laughs> and for the most part I only do solo content I have recorded other content haven't posted any of it yet um <laughs> Just because I'm still kind of iffy on that. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't mind doing it, but maybe it's just because I grew up in the South. It's like, there's going to be recorded proof that I had sex with somebody. Like, what? <laughs> I have a child. Obviously, you know, I've been there, done that. But I grew up in the South and it's kind of weird. <laughs> like, I, I swear, one of the most stressful moments in my entire life was telling my super religious freaking grandparents that I was pregnant. I'm like, I'm married. I've been married for five fucking years. <laughs> and I literally have to go admit to my grandparents that I've had sex. Like, that was stressful <laughs> for no reason. Grandparents that probably had like 10 kids on their own. <laughs> it was the most stressful experience of my entire life. Like, seriously, for well, no reason. <laughs> it was, it's funny you say that because I had my, when I had my first son, I was, 
younger. And uh, I was like, 32 when I had my kid. I'm like, how am I going to tell my mom? So I bought a Hallmark card. <laughs> wrote I it on there. Th- like, I, I walked was over the room. I threw it at her. I'm like, you can't hit me. I gave you a Hallmark card. <laughs> like I was literally, I was literally over 30. Like, come on. <laughs> like I'm an adult. <laughs> like, oh my god. But yeah. So I still haven't, you know, posted any um, non-solo content. I do have it. I just, I'm like, eh. You know, whatever. I don't know. I may, I may use it as premium content, pay extra. <laughs> and do you? How do you use it for like either? I know some one of the sets that I've seen of yours that I loved was the rope play. Mm-hmm. Like, do you use it to explore kinks or? Well, that's not really an exploration one for me. That's an enjoyed one for me. But um, that one was I, I. There's an event coming up here in Atlanta called Frolicon. Um, it's an adult themed convention. I'm definitely going to be looking into finding a person that can help me with more of the rope content because unfortunately the person that I was using for rope content you live four hours away (laughs) (laughs) I need somebody closer (laughs) like I don't I mean you're driving eight hours round trip it's like so I have to make sure that I can make it a two-day event like because by the time you drive four hours I need a nap (laughs) (laughs) then you're gonna make content then I got to drive back. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. So it's like, I need to find, I do enjoy, I want to get more into the kink side of my OnlyFans because that's a niche thing. And um, unfortunately, in order to make more money, you need to find your thing. You know, the people that do really well have a, you know, a thing. Just like most content creators, you have a thing. And, you know, Big Boob Goth Chick is not a big enough thing for OnlyFans. I need need something else. It might be good for TikTok, but I need something else to go forward with um, for OnlyFans. And, but I mean, it's just me getting comfortable in what I'm doing. So I've only have, I started OnlyFans in April. So I've almost been doing it for a year. And honestly, at the beginning, I had no fucking clue what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) I really didn't. I had nobody to ask because everyone was really like, hush, hush about it. What advice do you have for somebody that is on the fence about starting an OnlyFans? Like, what's some of the good and the bad that comes along with that territory? It's a lot of fucking work. (laughs) Like, people are like, yes, I enjoy the flexibility of not having to have a full-time job. I part-time work at Starbucks because I can... But between the, the social media, keeping up with it, the, you know, messaging people and talking to people, the creating content, the coming up with ideas, the buying clothes and shit, the putting on makeup to make this fucking work. And <laughs> you have to be, I'm not going to say be comfortable with yourself because when I started it, I was not comfortable with myself. That's half of why I started it. Yes, the money, but after being married for 11 years to someone that made me feel worthless being able to take back myself and feel good about myself was a very important thing for me. But it also goes back to what I said before. If you're embarrassed about talking about it, don't do it. (laughs) Because once it's on the internet, it doesn't come down. Yep. It's out there. If you do not want people to know about it, if you do not want to talk about it, don't do it. And if you're on the fence about it and you're worried about what your kid's teacher is going to say, don't do it. I was going to say, thank God in my, like my younger, dumber days. Like, oh, I'm, I, I'm so glad. So I am glad so glad. Oh my we God. Didn't have the social media that I did at 1920. Oh, I'm so glad. The, the closest thing you had to a camera phone was like the old track phone. That if you weren't within like six inches of them, you couldn't see the picture anyways. <laughs> right. And see, when we took pictures on regular cameras, but we all had that one friend that worked at the photo development place <laughs> that you go take the pictures to. Like, see, when I was a teenager, that that was like the job I wanted because that dude always had bank. He knew everybody. 
He knew where all the parties were. He knew who to buy everything from because he saw <laughs> the pictures. Yeah, and everybody's gave him like an extra 20, 50 bucks. Like, hey, you don't see this. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, don't be ashamed of what you're doing. If you do not want, like, yeah, my parents don't know what I do. My mom knows I do stuff on the internet. She knows I work with conventions. She knows about the Twitch thing. She knows I have an online presence. That's all my mom knows. But I mean, she's my mom. If she ran across it, okay, so what? But she's not going to unless someone shows it to her because one, I use a totally different name. Um, that's the biggest thing is, you know, protect your, who you are. Like, I don't have social media under my real name. The only social media that I have under my real name is my Facebook and that's it. I don't have an Instagram under my real name. I don't have a Twitter under my real name. I don't have, a t I don't have these things because one, I don't need that many fucking social media pages. <laughs> <laughs> Two, what's the point? What am I going to do? Post things twice? My daughter has an Instagram page, but once family finds her Instagram page, they automatically get blocked on mine. Now they can't. <laughs> nice filtering system there. I like it. I know. It's great. It's like, all you guys can't find my stuff. But I mean, it is what it is. Like, my, my mom will figure it out eventually, but I don't really care. I'm a grown adult. So <laughs> now who's some of the followers? Um, who, who do you like to follow either on Twitch, TikTok, OnlyFans? Like who, who do you like to follow? Um, Twitch, I follow, actually, I've got on, because Tally's a really big streamer on Twitch. Like he does a lot of wow and a lot of new stuff. He was always fun to watch. I'm actually on his stream team as of last year, which was really kind of fun to be able to be he only has like 100 people on a stream team unlike a lot of the big streamers you'll have like thousands of people just if you can use his name like there's only like 100 but i mean i have a couple friends that i follow i'm a really bad friend on twitch i suck at watching other people play because there's not a lot of time that i'm just sitting here doing nothing yeah so it's really hard for me to sit there and be like i want to watch your stream i suck on that part it's um cool. i completely get it because i'm the same way like my son will sit and watch hours of either youtube kids or Twitch, like he can watch other people play. My ADD brain. If I'm sitting in front not... of my computer, I'm doing something. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, I, I, I'm, I'm only sitting here because I'm doing something. Otherwise I'm somewhere else. So <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to sit there and watch. Now, TikTok, there's a couple people that I like. Um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, um, I tend to watch a lot of the male kink creators and stuff like that because they're cool first off women can be really catty <laughs> they really can <laughs> they really are <laughs> and you know very women are way more judgmental than men but um there's a couple of really cool like um one, uh, there's a like one of the creators like he actually a lot of them live in florida which i'm gonna hang out with some of them like in a couple weeks so maybe down there so like, let's go to the beach let's go hang out <laughs> let's go you know be friends because why not right um but i'm in one of the discords for a lot of like the kink uh creators too so you kind of get to watch like everybody which is kind nice. of fun um but yeah i mean one of the people that i've watched forever um they followed me back the other day which i'm really excited because they have sixty four thousand followers on tiktok right they only follow 90 people nice so they followed me back the, like the other day and i'm like ah, okay. personal victory yes right? like that's a, that's a low percentage of people that they follow like i thought my percentage was low like i only follow like 600 people out of like thirty thousand. <laughs> they follow 93 out of like 60 something i'm like Ooh. i think um that yeah, was uh tay the the one that does the midwest dive bar mm -hmm. like when she's like when she followed me back and then was like, yeah, I'll come on the podcast. I'm like, like yeah. I was right? like, I think that first person, like a hundred thousand followers that, cause there's been so many of them and I totally respect their decisions and stuff. Right. But like, it seems like once they hit that 75 to a hundred thousand mark, they're just like, Oh, you're not big enough. Thanks. But no, thanks. But see, for me, I'm always like, you never know who somebody is. You never know who somebody's going to be. 
And that came from restaurant work for me because yep. the owners, I worked for the same restaurant company for 16 years. Like they were Greek owned. They were pretty much family to me. Yes. Sometimes I was just a server. Sometimes I was their manager. Sometimes I was the hostess. Sometimes I was just hanging out up there, whatever. But I look young. I know I look young, especially when I was managing for them. Cause I was like 30 and I'm like the GM of this multi-million dollar fucking restaurant. People think I'm like, you know, 19. Cool. Whatever. But people would come in and would be so fucking rude to me. And they'd be there for an interview or they'd be there to try to sell us something <laughs> or whatever. And it's like, oh, but you have to deal with me. And you could just see like the look on their face. Like they'd come in and be like, yeah, I'm here for an interview. And, then, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, ha have you done this? And they'd just be all snooty snotty with me. And I'd be like, okay, well, you can go sit down. The GM will be with you in a second. <laughs> Okay. Oh, and then I appear and they're like, and you could just watch them. I'm like, and I would just be like, yeah, you know, I know you're here for your interview, but I'm sorry. We, we don't have space for you. <laughs> we haven't even interviewed. Yeah, I know. Oh, look, the position just filled up. Oops, sorry. Like, you're going to be a, an asshole to someone you don't even, you don't know who they are. And people do that to the owner's mom all the time because she was this old Greek woman. And they would just dismiss her all the time. And it's like, you guys don't realize what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. She's important. She makes the decisions. <laughs> like, that was the background I came from was 10 years in the kitchens. Yeah. I started out in front of house and then realized I don't like people. Yeah. That much enough to deal with. Actually, no, that's a lot. I got spoiled because I started in San Antonio on the Riverwalk. Yeah. And you made like you made a bill just for showing up. Like you could have the worst day and you walked out with a bill. Yeah. Like Minimal. I worked in like nightclubs in downtown yeah. Atlanta before, back when clubs could be open till 4 a.m. And <laughs> and then like when I moved uh, off the river walk, they were getting excited about 40, $50 days. And I'm like, I didn't get out of bed for this. Like I would have right? quit. <laughs> right. But. <clears throat> Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on with us. We appreciate you. And if you are listening on our podcast, if you click up in the upper corner, wherever you see the logo, we will have all of Miss Federia's um, social media links on there. And if you guys are watching this on our live or one of our replays, go ahead. Look at the bottom of the screen. You will see all of her links. Please go ahead and give her a follow. And anything else you'd like to say before we leave? Nope. Just like I said, if you don't want it to be on the internet, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. Bye.